This is a Living a Creative Life video for Opus, where we share life stories of members within our Creative Life community. Today's guest is Emmett Sparling, a highly skilled travel adventure photographer and videographer who's currently collaborating with Opus Print Space, our fine art digital printing service. In this episode, Emmett takes us on a captivating exploration of his global quest for unique shots, sharing his tales of pushing physical and geographical boundaries to capture narratives and evoke emotions with a single frame. My name is Emmett Sparling, and I'm a travel adventure filmmaker and photographer. I've been basically traveling the world full time for the last six years, um, capturing as many interesting stories as I can. Um, with a mix of like landscape photography and portrait photography and um, narrative and mini doc uh, filmmaking. Have you ever heard of the Voyager records? I don't think so. So NASA, they sent this little satellite out into space and it contained two gold records. Mm -hmm. And it's carrying a message of all the most beautiful sounds on earth. When you show up to a place, there's always the, the obvious photo to take, which might be the beautiful landscape or the touristic shot that everyone is there to photograph. But I found that the it's the little moments in between that help to tell the story. So um, for example, I was just in Indonesia um, and we were photographing a volcano. It's an active volcano called Mount Ijin um, in East Java. And in the volcano, there's all these sulfur miners that work there, and they're working in these incredible, incredibly harsh conditions um, all day long, and they have really short life expectancy, and they're just, it's just a really incredible story to tell because you're they're working in an active volcano, um, and yet all the tourists are showing up there and taking the beautiful touristic shot of this volcanic lake um, on this beautiful mountain, which it is. And so finding those in-between moments where you're meeting these sulfur miners that are guiding you up the mountain or um, kind of just showing maybe not the super beautiful, pretty moments, but trying to capture the, the small stuff along the way that helps to tell the better story and it ultimately, when you do have that beautiful touristic shot or the landscape photo, it helps to enrich that photo with a deeper story behind it. I think creating an emotional connection with the viewer also comes down to just telling the story in a way that's not too um, intangible, like just really like almost simplifying the story in a way that just makes it easily digestible and give facts that are like that really solidify or yeah solidify the the stories so for example the the sulfur miners in indonesia they they're carrying like 60 to 100 pounds of sulfur out of the mine four times a day and they're getting paid 15 dollars us um for their entire day's work um and that just like that's just a quick thing that helps to solidify the story and can make people go, oh, like I can now understand like 
the amount of struggle they're going through because you're giving more like, I don't know, concrete elements to the story. A couple of years ago, I kind of got tired of going to the same old like photo spots that everyone was going to because of social media, there's so much repetition with, um, especially with landscape photography and traveling. Um, and so I made a rule for myself that every photo I take, I want it to be impossible to recreate. Um, and that kind of has driven me over the last couple of years to, to really step out of my comfort zone and, and try and do more adventurous things. And ultimately it's made my photography a lot better because I'm looking for subjects or locations that are just way harder to get to, or, um, just a lot more challenging to capture. Um, which is also why I've gotten into wildlife photography a lot recently as well. During COVID, I, my friend and I decided to get adventure certified. So we tried to get like as many different certifications as we could to try and capture more unique images. So we got scuba certified, we got avalanche safety certified, and we got um, wilderness first aid and all these different certifications that let us push ourselves a bit farther to get out of that kind of safe zone where everyone seems to stay in. And I found that really helped to, to just take things to the next level um, and just, I don't know, make everything a bit more unique because it's more, there's more of a challenge behind each photo. When I was starting out, when I was just backpacking, staying in hostels, that kind of thing, and just really learning about travel photography, um, that was when I was meeting people through like Instagram or Facebook who are also like-minded kind of traveler photographers. And during that time is when I was kind of just connecting with these people and we were all learning together. And so we would be teaching each other things along the way. Um, and that kind of started a mentality that I think is really important for people that are just starting out where um, you shouldn't be trying to work with your idols. You should be trying to grow with your peers to get to the same level as your idols. And so, cause when I was starting out, I was like, always like, oh, my dream is to work with this person. And I was trying my hardest to try and get in touch with them or something to work with them. But ultimately looking back on that, that wouldn't have helped me at all. I would have just been an assistant for that person or something. I might've learned some stuff, but ultimately I wouldn't have really grown my career very much. Um, whereas the method, the way that we did it without necessarily realizing we were doing it in the moment was growing with our peers where we're traveling together and we're teaching each other things. And then now we're at the same level and we're all successful in the industry where, um, whereas if we had tried to piggyback off someone else, it might not have worked as well. From growing with my peers, we all kind of have slightly different skill sets. Um, and so now I can build a really solid team depending on which project I'm, I'm doing. Another thing that I've kind of started doing over the last couple of years is setting out with an intention before I go into a shoot. And that kind of helps dictate when I take out my camera or not. So for example, I was just in Italy, um, with a group of friends and we were just traveling through Sicily as a vacation. So there was no moment where I really needed to have my camera out for taking like beautiful landscape photos. But I set out with the intention of creating like a short little, like behind the scenes, friends wandering through Europe, like a, a reel on Instagram. 
And that made me just have my camera with me all day capturing these little moments. And then I was, I pieced it together and made a little video, which wouldn't have happened if I didn't set out with that intention in the first place. I think the first thing that catches my eye is usually light. So if the light is really nice, then I'm like, okay, now how do I try and capture this? The number one thing is shooting at sunrise or sunset. That's kind of the, the golden rule is to shoot at golden hour. But over the years, I've gotten more um, experienced with how I work with light. So just basically all that means is expanding what time of day that I am good at shooting at because um, it used to only be sunrise, sunset. But now it's like you learn how to shoot in the middle of the day, whether you just learn how to rearrange your subject or use a reflector, so like additional light source. Um, or shooting a blue hour, learning how to use complementary colors with the the cooler toned light. Whether or not your viewer knows it, that's what's drawing them in, besides composition, obviously. But I think the light is what can make a photo really stand out. Most of the time um, with my work, because a lot of it is on social media, um, you hardly ever see it printed out. And then when you do it, it kind of makes the lifetime of the photo a bit longer, I guess, because social media, everything's so much faster and you just scroll past it really quickly. But when it's printed out, it's, it, you see it every day and it's, I don't know, it makes you think about the image a bit more. It kind of, I, I personally love it when I have an image printed out, it looks so good. <laughs> I think is the less you edit an image, the more impact it has when it's printed out, because even if you can't tell if it's, if something's edited, it's, you can subconsciously, you can be like, that isn't, that doesn't look like something I've ever seen before, just because it's clearly Photoshop or something. The more you can do in camera, the more, the better it'll translate on paper as well. I'm working with Opus to, to print up, to get all my photos printed for this art show that's coming up. It's at the end of July. Um, from July 26th to August 14th, I think. Um, it's at, on Bone Island at the Hearth Gallery, which is just like a two-minute walk from the ferry dock. And um, we're having an art show opening party on the 29th, on the Saturday. Um, but yeah, so all my photos in that show are going to be printed by Opus and framed by Opus. And uh, we're going to collaborate together on getting the best images or the best printing quality possible which I'm pretty excited for because I've had two art shows in the past, but I've never been super hands-on with the printing process. It's always been just like send them off and get them all back and like hope for the best. Whereas in this case, I'm going to be like hands-on with the, with Trevor, who's the head of, I think he's the head of printing um, here in Vancouver. And we're just going to go over it a lot more hands-on together and, and do a lot of test prints and, and that kind of thing, which I think will be pretty fun. I didn't go to university and I think I was gonna go to film school, but ultimately I just ended up traveling um, instead and, and kind of creating this career for myself. So I think traveling is the best teacher just in terms of getting a global understanding of how the world works and just I find I have like a much more open mind or a deeper perspective than a lot of people on just life in general, because 
you end up seeing a lot more when you're traveling and you're kind of thrown into new situations every day. I was just in Indonesia shooting a film for a river cleanup project down there where they're putting these barriers in rivers that have um, a ton of plastic that flow through the rivers and these barriers stop the plastic from going to the ocean. Um, uh, so like in that sense, the film is raising awareness for that um, nonprofit that's that's putting in those barriers. And hopefully it's not just going to raise awareness for them, but also get people to start thinking differently about their plastic usage. Um, but that's just one example of maybe a piece of my work that's hopefully having a positive impact on on the earth in some way. If you're if you're shooting wildlife photos, you shouldn't be like just not caring about the animals and only about your work. You should be trying to trying to get a deeper purpose behind each image because that's what each that's what a great photo does is it makes you think about the the purpose behind the image rather than just a pretty photo of, of something. Well, I think my entire career is one big creative adventure because <laughs> whenever I go somewhere, um, I'm either being hired to be creative or I'm setting out to be creative and I have no, I have very limited control over the adventure a lot of the time. So, but I think the creative aspect of it kind of, makes the adventure more fun and if you're going to a non-creative adventure you probably wouldn't want much room for for spontaneity you'd probably want everything to be pretty planned out and organized but a creative adventure i feel like is something where you're just flying by the seat of your pants and hoping for the best and along the way capturing as much stuff as you can because you're getting inspired along the way. We hope you've enjoyed this Creative Life video on Emmett Sparling. Here at Opus, we continue to be committed to sharing life stories of members within our Creative Life community. You can find today's episode and many more in our Living the Creative Life resource library on our website, opusartsupplies.com. Thanks for watching.